Hey everybody, welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast. I am your host, Kylie Gable, and this week is what I'm calling Dom's Right Night. We have two shorter stories, about 15 minutes each, one from Mistress DJ and one from Mistress Shayla Aspasia. So, in addition to that, this is also uh, Christmassy, uh, kind of our our Christmas blog, and not everybody celebrates Christmas, so I try not to make too big a deal about it. But for those of you who do, it's also Christmas time. So our first story is, I believe, the second story ever written, uh, Femdom Feminization, by Mistress Shayla. It's called Feminizing Donovan, and I think she just does a great job with it. And here it is in its entirety. Feminizing Donovan, written and narrated by Shayla Aspasia. Donovan drove past his mistress's house. The last time he stopped by, the woman had gone overboard with the whole domination thing and had made him do a strip tease in front of her friends, after which she stretched his ass with a dildo. Three days had passed, but it still felt like yesterday. The memory stirred up his cock, making it throb and twitch in his pants. Yes, she'd humiliated him, but the humiliation had triggered an intense sexual gratification, unlike anything he had ever felt before. It was his first ever encounter with a mistress being a sissy. He told himself he would never walk through those doors again. But now he slowly drove back to her house and pulled up at the curb. His cock poked through his pants, although it barely formed a noticeable bulge as he advanced toward his mistress's door. He pushed the door and found that it was already open, ushering him into the woman's living room. I've been expecting you, sissy, she said her voice holding a tinge of amusement. Donovan's spine tingled with a sudden chill at the sound of Mistress Shayla's voice. His cock throbbed harder. It jerked in his pants and strained against the fabric as his body submitted to her. He looked up the stairway where the crisp, sultry voice had come from. And then he found her standing there. The beauty of the brunette made him stop and stare. The woman was clad in lingerie, made of glossy black leather. The outfit squeezed her large, full breast. It made him want to shove his face between them and breathe in the earthy scent. Her black garter and heels made her even more alluring. The woman was in her early thirties, making her three years older than Donovan. But all he wanted to do was fall at her feet and do her bidding. What will you have me do, mistress? Donovan asked. Shayla curled her right index finger at him, wordlessly inviting. She parted her glossy mauve lips only to slip her tongue and trail her lower lip with it, making Donovan's cock 
even harder. Without a word, she turned around and headed up the stairs. Donovan walked closely behind her, following her footsteps so mindlessly, even though he didn't have a leash around his neck. When Shayla stepped into her bedroom, she left the door open, letting Donovan enter as well. Once he stepped into the room, he froze in his tracks. His heart quickened, and his body quivered with a sudden surge of adrenaline. On the bed, Shayla had neatly outlined all her plans for him. The first was a pink girly shaving razor, and after it was a chastity cage, which lay next to a big strap-on dildo and a red whip. Shayla walked over to the bed and then posed cross-legged. She picked up the razor and ran her fingers over it. You have three minutes, sissy. She offered the razor to Donovan. Wait, what? Donovan asked. If you're going to be my sissy, then you've got to look like one. Shayla rolled the shaving razor between her fingers. As she spoke, a smile playing around the corners of her lips. She ran her right hand over her buttery, smooth thighs, as though she were spreading a thin layer of lotion all over them. Sissies are smooth, flawless, she added. So you're going to go into the bathroom, get rid of all that hair, and then come back to your mistress to be fucked deep in the ass. Or you won't get to see what's beneath these panties. And I know you're dying to. Her gaze dropped to Donovan's pants, and then she smirked at the sight of his boner. It would never be any use to her, although she grinned at the thought of how it would fit nicely in panties. Three minutes, she threw the razor at him. Donovan caught it with both hands and hastened into the bathroom. Shaving meant that he would take a quick shower as well. There was no way he could be done in just three minutes. Then again, it seemed that was what his mistress wanted. Shit, shit, shit cursed under his breath as he tried to make it. But when he finally returned to the bedroom, Shayla's unamused face told him he had kept her waiting for way longer than three minutes. You're late, she said, as expected. She picked up the chastity cage and then she rose to her feet, her eyes roaming Donovan's naked body. His cock had grown flaccid at some point in the bathroom, and now, as Shayla caressed it with her eyes, it steadily rose towards full engorgement once again. Now I'll have to punish you for keeping me waiting, she sighed. But now that you already have an erection, she set down the chastity cage. The chastity cage will have to come later, her fingers wrapped around the red whip and slowly lifted it off the bed. 
she took slow, sensual steps towards him. And when she halted behind him, he felt the sting of the whip on his back. He whimpered. You have been a bad sissy, she said. And then she whipped him again. And bad sissies? Another whip. Donovan groaned through clenched teeth. Get punished, she whipped him again. Like this. And a few more strokes later, she tossed the whip to the bed. And when she squeezed his ass, Go get the whip, she ordered slowly. Donovan slowly crossed the room to get the whip. He mounted the bed on all fours, and as he reached for the whip, the bed groaned beneath him, informing him of Shayla's presence. He had no idea when she secured the dildo around her waist, but the next thing he felt was a thick cock pressing its way to his anal sphincter. Donovan could hear her slathering and stroking lube down her shaft as she pressed it against him. Mercifully, Mistress Shayla pulled it away a moment to lubricate the tip. Oh, fuck, she said. Your ass is fucking tight. But no worries. I'll stretch it open, just like I did last time. She thrust the cock deeper. His lips flew open, letting out a soft cry. That's it, Mistress Shayla yelled as she pushed the dildo deeper inside of him. Scream for me. Come on. She grabbed his hips with both hands, and then she started to rock it back and forth, making him take the full length of the dildo inside his sissy pussy. She went harder with each thrust. Fucking him so hard, he soon started to vibrate on the bed, his knees barely able to support his body. What do you say for keeping your mistress waiting? She asked. I, I'm sorry, Donovan cried. Mistress Shayla grabbed his hair and tugged at it, yanking his head backward. I didn't hear you. She didn't stop thrusting. Even for a breather. She pushed it in deeper and held it there, impaling him on her cock. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Shayla, Donovan said. Please. Shayla slid the cock out of him and he collapsed on the bed, trying hard to catch his breath. Good boy, Shayla said. Once you have caught your breath, I'm going to lock that little clitty up. Then your real sissy training will begin. This time of year, I think as much because of New Year's as Christmas, I do think about the people who've meant a lot to me in the previous year. And um, I am so lucky to work with so many talented people. Um, voiceover people like Miss Jen and Shayla and Raina and Mistress DJ. Writers like Sally Bend and Missy Harris, and now Mr. DJ and, and Shayla are getting into that business too. There are so many great people who, who've made Candy Apple Press what it is. 
and I kind of get to be the face of Candy Apple Press, but it's it's a team effort, and it has been so gratifying. Um, I've always liked teams. When I was a kid, the superhero books I read were always, you know, Justice League or Avengers, because I loved teams. When it came to sports, I always liked team sports, not individual sports. And so I love working with these talented people to put quality work out. Um, erotica that I think you can enjoy, that I certainly enjoy, and uh, it's meant a lot to me. So without further ado, here is Mr. DJ with a Christmas story uh, for our last story of tonight. And it is called, uh, What Do You Get a Sissy Who Has Everything? What Do You Get a Sissy Who Has Everything? Written by Mistress DJ. Published by Candy Apple Press. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. You know someone like this. We all do. The person that buys a pet for their pet? They're out there. And this? Well, judge for yourself. The office Santa party was on Friday. The last day before everyone would be off for a week. Aubrey had pulled Caden's name out of the hat. No one did well at hiding their surprise. Aubrey was the boss, but she was also Caden's dom, and it was no secret. I got Caden, she called out. The rest of the team feigned surprise. They knew Caden didn't even put his name in the hat. Caden looked at Aubrey sheepishly. She answered the look with, come into my office. Following along behind her, he suddenly felt like he was in trouble. Have a seat. I, uh... Uh, did I do something wrong? He stammered as he wiggled in his chair. Stop wiggling, she barked. No, I'm trying to figure out what to get you for Christmas. You have more panties than I do. The whole lingerie thing is overdone. I was thinking maybe a slutty Santa outfit, but you already have that. We got you new makeup for your birthday. Damn, why do you get a sissy who has everything? He lowered his head. I'm spoiled, ma'am. I do have everything. At the office, he was Caden, a normal guy. At home, he was Katie, the sissy maid, slave and pet of Aubrey's. I will just ask for you to get me whatever pleases you. Hmm, I'll have a think on it. I might have an idea. Do you know who drew my name? I think Shayla did. Oh, well that's good. She has good taste and is quite crafty. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, ma'am. May I go? Yes, I'll see you at home. I need to make some calls. She quickly turned her attention to her desktop computer. While people assumed she was busy making business calls, she spent the rest of the afternoon setting up Caden's gift. Friday finally came, as did the party. The group did the obligatory oohs and ahs as people opened their gift. When Sammy opened the gift from Caden, she cooed, You always pick the prettiest things. He blushed and lowered his head. Shayla came over and handed a gift to Aubrey. Opening it cautiously, it was wrapped beautifully, she discovered a handmade leash and collar. I'll stamp your dog's name on it. I'm sorry I couldn't remember it. Oh, this is lovely, Aubrey exclaimed, but Mazzy has a lot of things like this. I do have a perfect thing for it, though, her gaze turned to Caden. Caden swallowed hard, as he could only imagine what was about to happen. Was that going to be for him? The office knew their relationship for the most part. Was he about to be put on display? Aubrey sat a speaker on her desk and fiddled with her phone for the moment. Suddenly, Jingle Bell Rock began to play. Through the doors, 
a pretty poorly done sissy, dressed in the outfit for the dance from Mean Girls, did their best to do the dance. Aubrey walked over to the Caden and handed him her newly acquired collar and leash. This is for you. A pet for my pet. It's your job to name her, train her, and turn her into a beautiful sissy. The office was giggling at the gift, the dance, and that Caden had actually thought his life was a secret. Someone called out, Does that mean Katie will be joining us when we get back? The team even knew his sissy name. Caden walked over to the stumbling sissy, put the collar on her, and asked for her boy name. Brian, he said in a whisper. Brianna, it will be, he said. As the song came to an end, he announced to the group, Allow me to introduce Brianna. She'll be my assistant. The crowd seemingly wasn't shocked, or they were so giddy about the upcoming week off, they didn't have a huge reaction. Most invited Brianna to have some of the buffet that was put out for the staff. At the end of the day, Caden told Brianna to come along and get in the car. I was told that I didn't need to bring anything, that everything would be provided for me, he continued. He spoke in sort of an odd whisper. Caden thought to himself about how much stuff a human required for day-to-day life, much less a sissy. This was going to be an overwhelming task. He began to question how much of a gift it was. Upon arriving home, he noticed there were presents under the tree, and the house smelled like paint. Aubrey, are you home? Caden called out. Of course I am, she said, walking out of the kitchen. Go bring the coffee cart, Katie. It's present time. I, okay, he mumbled. Have a seat, Brianna. I'll be right back. No, on second thought, come with me. No time like the present to learn. Katie walked Brianna through getting coffee what to put on the coffee cart, and how to deliver it humbly and in the best sissy way possible. Thank you, girls, Aubrey giggled as she sipped her coffee. This is perfect, as usual. Now, Brianna, if you could begin fetching presents from under the tree. Brianna grabbed a gift. It's for Katie, she said, handing it to her. This one's for me. The gifts match, and the two were like children opening gifts on Christmas morning. It was a matching bra and panty set. Katie gushed as a good sissy should, but Brianna didn't know what to do. Katie leaned over and whispered, explaining that no matter the gift, over-the-top gushing is a must. Finally, Brianna whispered, This is amazing. Thank you, Miss Aubrey. And about that voice of yours, nobody likes that fakey sissy girly voice or whisper. Speak in your natural tone, just quieter, Katie instructed her. It seemed as if Katie's gift was going to work out just fine. Shouldn't you show Brianna to her room, Aubrey asked. Ma'am, Katie asked, confused. She had no idea where she's going to put her or how to get any of this done. The second guest room. Please show her, Aubrey said, finishing her coffee. Then when you get done, I need a warm-up. Brianna jumped up. Cream until light and one sugar cube, right, ma'am? Brianna spoke in a much more pleasant tone, just softly. Yes, Brianna, perfect. Aubrey sipped her second cup as the two headed up the hallway. I guess this will be your... Katie paused as she looked around the room. Room, she finally finished. The room had been painted ballerina pink and had the floral theme that was Katie's last year. She didn't know Aubrey had saved it. The room was perfectly appointed. You'll see that your bathroom will be accommodating for Brianna as well, Aubrey called out. Taking Brianna by the hand, Katie said, let's go look. As they opened the door to the bathroom, the light pink bathroom had been recently decorated. The second seek had a new toothbrush, hairbrush, and all the basics for grooming. 
There was a second set of towels where there had only been one. The bathroom was all ready for Brianna, at least for the basics. Returning to the living room, they both gushed appropriately. Everything is so beautiful, ma'am. Thank you. Well, you were ready for the change, and we were in a place where we could accommodate you. Now, I got you a few pieces of clothing for when we return to the office next week. Katie, same for you. No more Caden. The two of you will be in there as Katie and Brianna. Brianna, I've added you to the payroll as the assistant for the group. You'll answer phone calls and transfer them, direct people to correct offices, and get coffee for everyone. Wow, thank you, ma'am, Brianna said. Now, the things I got for you is just a beginning. So here, Aubrey said, handing gift cards to Katie. These are cards for clothing, makeup, and the beauty supply store for hair. There are also cards for Victoria's Secret and Nine West. Get dressed, you two. We're going to the mall. Brianna and Katie rushed off to get dressed. They both slipped into simple cream-colored bras and French-cut panties. We don't need breasts for outings like this, Katie instructed Brianna. Then Katie dressed Brianna in a royal blue tea-length dress. It was a bit like a prairie dress, but not dowdy. It was cute. It was a Jessica McClintock piece. She paired it with some ankle boots and some slouchy socks. Katie opted for a red sweater dress. It was DKNY. It was nearly four-length and form-fitting. She paired it with knee-length black boots. Fortunately, Brianna was the same size as Katie. The fact that they were the same size opened up wardrobe possibilities for both of them. Katie took Brianna into the bathroom and applied some foundation to Brianna's face with a wet sponge. She did the same with her own face. She remembered how long learning to do makeup took and wondered if it would be a challenge for Brianna. You're not very hairy. That's good, she noted. Then she did a natural makeup look for both of them with a peach blush bronzer combination. Katie finished both of their looks with some peach lip stain that she topped with a gold glitter mint lip oil. She styled their hair the same, gathering it up and adding a clip-on ponytail. They were ready remarkably fast. Okay, we're ready, Katie called out as they appeared. Well, aren't you two looking cute? It almost makes me want to go change clothes. Would you like to take the leash? Or do you trust your pet to be off leash, Aubrey asked, directing the question at Katie. Thank you, Katie giggled. I think she can be off leash, she answered, looking at Brianna. Brianna grinned and giggled a bit. Brianna did a little curtsy towards Aubrey. If you say so, Aubrey took on a motherly tone. Katie, you're responsible for Brianna. You have to make sure she has everything she needs to be a successful sissy pet. You need to make sure she looks her best at all times, and you must pass along your manners and etiquette to her as well. It was like the lecture kids get when they receive their first pet. Though it was going to be a bit of work initially, in the end, having a sissy helper and serving Aubrey would be worth it. Having a companion and sissy pet or sissy sister would enrich her life as well. She was standing there daydreaming about once Brianna's training was done, how fun it could be when... Earth to Katie! Aubrey waved her hand in front of her face. The mall's going to be packed. Let's get going because you have a lot of shopping to do. I need to wrap up my shopping as well. Yes, ma'am, Katie said, grabbing the keys. Miss Aubrey rides shotgun when we go together and I drive. She says the parking lot gods bless me, Katie giggled. You get her door, Brianna, and you'll need to get it once we get to the mall. The drive to the mall was fun. The three were singing Christmas carols along on the radio. Once at the mall, Brianna hopped out and got Aubrey's door. Walking into the mall, Aubrey said, Okay, you two, let's meet back here at eight and we'll get a fresh donut and coffee. Katie was beginning to realize what a responsibility her pet was but it would be very worth it in the end. 
They had a lot to get accomplished in one night. The mall was packed with people, as Christmas was close, and Rihanna was self-conscious. Don't worry, my pet. They're probably wishing they dressed better. Honestly, I think most women would love to have their own sissy if given a chance. Who wouldn't want a sissy ready to help you with day-to-day tasks? Yeah, Brianna said softly. I'm happy I'm your pet. You, Brianna, Katie began, are the perfect answer to what a sissy who has everything wants. Aubrey is a perfect dom and keeper I want for absolutely nothing, and it'll be fun to have a sissy sister. The two set about their shopping. There was much to get done, but they would get it done together. So I think uh, Mistress DJ and Shayla Aspasia have both proven that doms can write and can write quite well. Unfortunately, I can't do narrations anywhere near good enough to use them. So I guess it's Doms 2, Kylie 0, which isn't really surprising. Um, Just a final note as we're we're ending the uh, show right now. I wanted to thank you all for listening and also to just say whatever, whatever holiday that you celebrate, whether it be Christmas or Eid or New Year's or, ha- or Hanukkah or whatever, Sol- or solstice, there's so much stuff this time of year, or if the thing you're celebrating is just getting through another year on this planet, it- it's an accomplishment. Um, I just want to let you know how much you've meant to me with your support for this podcast and um, let you know that I'm hoping there's better times ahead for all of us. I will be back next week, and I really hope you will be too. Have a great week. Bye-bye.